Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. TV does character development almost better than any other medium. However, for every intricately crafted journey, we get 10 more characters who shift personalities seemingly on a dime. Whether this is intentional cost-correcting or just the writers forgetting their own creations, all of the following had significant personality transplants, sometimes for the better, but sometimes for the worse. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com and these are 8 TV characters who randomly change personalities. Number 8, Leslie Nope, Parks and Recreation. Like another NBC sitcom on this list, it took the writers and showrunners a good few episodes, if not a whole season, before they fully understood the dynamic of the characters on Parks and Rec. But few exemplify that more than main protagonist Leslie Knope. Initially, she's established as something of a Michael Scott analogue, which does make sense considering the show was originally a spin-off to The Office, and by that I mean she was a well-meaning but totally inept worker. Most of the jokes early on came at her expense, as her dedication to her job made her a source of ridicule and somebody who nobody really wanted to hang out with. She pined over quote-unquote cool guy, co-worker Mark Brandanowitz, who rebuffed her advances, while her ditzy tendencies often made her look like an imbecile in her job. She was still funny, of course, and Amy Poehler made the character inherently charismatic, but her characterization was strangely kind of sad. She was more tragic than she was funny. By the time season two came around, though, this had all changed. Now her intelligence and dedication to her job wasn't a source of ridicule, but her defining strength, and the focus changed so that her passion wasn't seen as lame, but rather better than the apathy of everyone else. There were still jokes at her expense, of course, but the show felt like it was now laughing with her as much as it was at her. Number 7, Carol, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead has always had a problem when it comes to characterization, because arcs are seemingly designed to fit the plot rather than the other way around. It resulted in Morgan flip-flopping from a nervous wreck who murdered everyone to a monk-like pacifist and then back again, while even hero Rick Grimes went from relentless killer to humble farmer depending on what the theme of the the season was. Carol's transformation was the one which came out of nowhere the most though. In season 1 and 2, she's kind of meek and vulnerable and needs to be shielded by the rest of the survivors. In a lot of ways, she just can't look after herself and is totally innocent in a world slowly going to hell. Season 3 brought her out of her shell a little bit, but then suddenly in season 4, she turned into a complete and utter psychopath. Gone was her innocence, and instead she became so unwilling to set sleeping friends on fire so they didn't pass on a disease to other characters. 
characters. By the time season 5 hits, she's a cutthroat murderer with the killing skills of a Navy SEAL, capable of laying siege to an entire outpost of cannibals single-handedly. On a whim, the writers transformed her into the most badass gunslinger on the show. And while it was awesome to watch, don't get me wrong, season 5 in particular is great, it was a switch so jarring that she had to be sidelined for a time afterwards because she became so OP. Number 6, Banjo, This Is England 86. This Is England is one of those rare properties that not only survived the jump from the big screen to the small, but arguably benefited from it. However, despite it being a good fit for the serialized structure of TV, not everything translated smoothly from the original film, case in point, Banjo. In the movie, he's presented as a hardened, violent prisoner who shared a prison cell with villain Combo. Combo, of course, was a big, mad, violent racist, but Banjo goes even one step further than him as he clearly enjoys in a sick way the violence on display. In fact, after Combo senselessly beats Milky close to death at the end of the film, Banjo's there smiling with glee and even asks when it's his turn, which he's gifted with a glass bottle to the head from his former cellmate. All in all, he's a pretty abhorrent dude, which makes it even more jarring then when This Is England 86 debuted and Banjo there was depicted as being best friends with the good guys and the rest of the cast we were rooting for. The racism he not only indulged in but met with glee isn't even really mentioned, despite him being its biggest supporter. In the show, he's no longer an intimidating thug who wields a machete, but rather a big friendly teddy bear who loves his friends and is accepting of everyone. Don't get me wrong, it makes for a better, less depressing series, but it's weird watching the show immediately after the film, as they might as well have been two different people. Number 5, Michael Scott, The Office. Though they both share characters, storylines, and settings, the US and the UK versions of The Office are radically different. They didn't start off that way though, and the first season of the US version tried and failed to copy the cringe-inducing cynicism of the original. Here, main character Michael Scott's personality was much closer to David Brent's, albeit watered down a touch for network TV, with him being presented as a mean-spirited arsehole who had few redeeming features. Not only was he a bumbling fool, but he was an unlikable bumbling. Fool. Now, that might have worked for the UK's David Brent, whose abrasive personality wouldn't tire across 12 swift episodes, but Michael Scott needed some redeeming features if he was to carry the show into potentially hundreds of installments. The showrunners clearly realised this wasn't working as well, and from season 2 onwards, decided to make him a well-meaning idiot who was more inherently likeable, even if he was still incredibly cringy. Number 4, Jamie, Game of Thrones. Across the entirety of Game of Thrones, few characters went on as large a personal journey as Jamie Lannister. Initially a villain, the Kingslayer begins a riveting redemption arc when he ends up stripped of his titles, honour and his hand while out on the road with Brienne, resulting in one of the most captivating emotional exchanges in the series as he figuratively and literally bears everything to Brienne. It begins an arc that's pretty much perfectly drawn across the entirety of the show. Well, until season 8 rolled around anyway. While a large amount of characters regressed and shifted on a dime in the controversial final season, only Jamie felt like he was really, really betrayed by the writers. Well, I guess maybe Daenerys as well. After building up to the moment where he finally broke free from the spell Cersei had over him in Season 7, the final episodes then saw him regress, heartlessly leaving Brienne and returning to save a woman he knew was too far gone to listen to reason. While that can potentially be justified with enough analysis though, his proclamation to Tyrion that he quote, never much cared for the people of King's Landing, aka the innocence his sister is ruling over, it just felt like a slap in the face to anyone who had invested in his 
journey. Everything he said in the storyline contradicted what he'd said previously in his most vulnerable moments. Number 3. Wesley Wyndham Price Angel There might not be a stranger character transformation than that of Wesley Wyndham Price. Debuting in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Wesley was a stuffy posh watcher, the kind of clean-cut corporate pencil pusher who has no idea about the reality of the work he's apparently overseeing. Or at least as close as you can get to that in a profession all about killing monsters and stopping hell itself from spewing into suburbia. He was so useless and blind to his actual responsibilities, in fact, that he ended up being fired, something which was supposed to be cheered on by the audience. Though he didn't return to Buffy's main show, he did become a main cast member on spin-off Angel, despite seemingly being an ill fit for the series' darker, more mature leanings. When he first showed up, he did have a bit of an edge to him, but he was still mostly comic relief. He was someone trying desperately to be cool. Somewhere along the way, though, Wesley transforms into a genuine dark, brooding character, with most of the levity stripped away in favour of fractured allegiances and ulterior motives. Put simply, Buffy's Wesley makes sweet love, but Angel's Wesley will shag your rotten. Number 2. Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock It's no hot take to claim that Sherlock completely crumbled after its first stellar two seasons, and that's partly down to how the central detective's personality became almost a parody of what people thought Sherlock Holmes was. Sure, he was always arrogant, self-centred and a bit of an arse, but these traits were balanced by him being vulnerable at times, and most importantly, human. He still had flaws, and he still felt like someone who could exist in reality. As a great video by H. Bomberguy pointed out though at length, by the time season 4 rolled around, Sherlock was pretty much a superhero. Not only was he indestructible, but he was so smart that most of the actual detective work was done off screen. Or in his mind palace where he just kind of put in the cheat codes and then solved the problem. He won by default, with the rest of his personality defined by quirky antics that negated the need for the writers to actually give him any kind of real personality. By the end, he was more of an archetype or a shell than an actual character and a real human being. Number 1. Almost everyone in The Simpsons It's probably inevitable that a show going for 30 years would have trouble keeping the personalities of its characters not only consistent, but entertaining as well. And The Simpsons completely failed at doing either of those things. Now, it's nothing new to say that the show has been bad for longer than it was ever good, but a major part of its decline has to do with the way new showrunners and writers completely mangled pretty much every character. The core family had it the worst, of course. The two biggest casualties were Homer and Lisa, the former of which transformed from a bumble but caring idiot into someone who was aggressively selfish, hurtful and mean, while the latter's uptight tendencies were pushed to antagonistic levels, leaving her to be defined by her preachy, holier-than-thou personality in later seasons. Supporting characters similarly receded into the most basic versions of themselves, all meaningless quirks and one-note catchphrases. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.